episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. I would always say like I want two or three husbands so I could have one for this kind of thing where we go on mm-hmm. adventures together and whatever. Mm-hmm. I want a husband where we can, you know, be quiet, intellectual, like talk about philosophy all the time thing. Right. I want like, I want, like an active husband, a thinking husband and basically like my my spiritual partner husband. That sounds great to me. <laughs> Right. And then the plus side of it is that you guys are all sharing kids together and then you they can watch the kids while you go do things with your other husband. Yeah. A weekend away here and there with the other hubs. And then the two hubs can hang out with each other. They're all best friends. Yeah. Fire times. Bonfire. Yeah. Come on. Around the campfire. Yeah. Hey, broads. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So uh, anyway. Anywho. Yes, what's up? <laughs> um, tell me, tell me. I, I do. Beck and I were gonna. We were we were sitting down to start the <laughs> podcast, and then per what normally happens yeah. is that we get into a intense conversation that lasts for about like an hour yeah. before yeah. the podcast. Yeah. And then everyone, everyone now. Yeah, every once in a while it happens, and and then you know it's like, why are we just recording this right now? So I was like, let's start it. We don't usually start in the middle of conversation, but it's like just run the. But we were talking about having different husbands. Just not not different, more more (laughs) husbands. Yes, actually, that's what we were saying. Yeah, more more. I am just curious because, and then Jess were, and I were all saying before we started recording, of course, there is something you could always add to the, there's there's never a perfect partner or even perfect partners. Even if you right. have five husbands, you're never going to be fulfilled by. Right. As Kenny says, it's not always greener on the other side. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I heard that he created that quote. You also have to be fulfilled by yourself before yeah, any partner. I think that's the biggest thing. But if you had to craft a second husband to live in your home, what would you have that husband be like. Okay, so this is the husband who uh, this person lives in the home with this me. This is like a second husband who's friends with Evan and you guys have a you guys have a uh it's like a threesome but he, you Evan and him don't have a sexual relationship. You got know, it, it, got it, or got anything it, got like that. Okay, okay, okay. They're friends, he is your other husband. Okay. I think they call that like a V partnership. A V partnership? Yeah, because then it's like you are connected to these two people and they are not, but connected, not connected to each other. Okay, but they're living in this, we're all living in the same home. Yeah. Okay. I have two very different concepts. Okay, tell me. My first is this like kind of quiet gentleman who is like loves carpentry. Mm-hmm. I uh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> He'll pray with me. He'll pray over me. Um, he, because Evan is so talented in so many ways. One of the things that Evan is not uh, gifted in and or, and or doesn't have interest in is like fixing things. So this is like a handyman of sorts. Yes. And not, and not even just like the guy that fixes stuff, but like the guy who's like, like, uh, hey, the backyard, like, you know, I think we should add this and add this. And like, should we paint the wall? And 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 likes to kind of have projects Let's make a like second that. story. Yes. You know, I'm going to spearhead this. And gets motivated by that because I can get very lazy in those ways. And I need someone to motivate me. I find that very sexy when a man is like that or just very cool. Yes. Oh, my God. When a guy there was one of the guys that I was dating once, um, I, you know, I did not like I've talked about him before. I didn't like anything about him. Mm. It was definitely a rebound. But one <laughs> thing about him that I did enjoy 
boy was one time I was over at his house and he opened, he like pulled out from underneath his bed and he opened this like blueprint. And he's like, I have had this sketched for years. This is my dream home. Like, this is what I want. And he had it fully sketched out. He was like going to work on becoming like an architect and that wasn't like what even what he was in school for, but he was also going to study that on the side as well. And like he wanted to build his own dream home. And I was like, that's really hot that that's you have very cool. this like idea of like building it with your own hands and that and you being patient about it, too. Yes. I am so the type of person who has I want to cut corners in every project, you know, like if I can't do it that day or that hour, forget it. Yes. I'll cut corners. But then there's some people who will do everything just right to make it look perfect. Yes. Neither Gray and I have that. I neither Evan and I don't have that either. And like the idea of a guy who like puts in like that final puts on that final tile so perfectly and then just stares at it. This man would also be the type of guy who would want to be like, let's go get a cabin for the weekend and like sit by the fire and just like sit quietly i absorb nature yes yes and help me to like be still sometimes yeah and calm he like makes delicious meals and brings them out to you while you're sitting out there yes he's sort of this like uh very specific type of sanctuary of sorts exactly because i'm very i can be very like in my head and like busy bee Mm -hmm. not that i'm even like getting anything done it's just like my energy and so I'm like the idea of having, you know, a husband who's like, let's just stare out at the skyline mm-hmm. for like an hour to like, shh, just shh. yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one side. On the other he comes side, floating in her robes, he's just like, you know, hovering above the ground. Yes, he's just like dress, dress. But he has like construction boots on. He's and- actually a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's who's been visiting us. Um, and then on the flip side. The other idea like of the P. husband Swayze. is... Wait, is it Patrick Swayze? Who's the, no, that, wait. Oh, please, guys, don't come for me. Isn't he in Ghost? Yes, Demi he Moore? is. He is. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like peace. that. Yeah, yeah. It's a man who's... You guys are doing pottery together. Oh, completely. Yeah. Um, though, and then flip side is a very different <laughs> energy. <laughs> flip side husband actually um, is a little intimidating and is like, um, you know... CEO lawyer kind of vibes where like he's always fucking busy and he's just kind of but there's always like an event and I'm his event wife because I love a party and I'm just like showing up and like helping with this 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 and that Uh and you know mingling doing that whole thing and he and Evan get along because they like smoke cigars in the backyard and talk about like they talk about business (laughs) talk about money they talk about business but he is very you know uh it's like the type of guy that I would normally that would normally like kind of cringe mm-hmm. at, but the idea of being able to be a plus one sometimes sounds fun. And he's kind of like, babe, we're going to take you out and get you a new dress for this thing tonight. Come on, get in the car. He sends a car to, to pick me up yeah. and then is like, buy whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not even along for the ride. No. He's and like, he, honestly, send, he doesn't he's even, like, send me a pic. Honestly, he doesn't even really care about me that much. It's just more of like a party cash thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, the reason Evan, Evan gets along with the first guy is he's like, my home has looks amazing. He's like, oh my God, I've never felt better in my space. <laughs> <laughs> I have never, is this radish? That is just, you know, I never would have, that is so unexpected <laughs> that in this com- dish. That combination, like I really, I can taste the notes of everything and normally I'm not a fan, but wow, wow. You know how to, uh, how to really <laughs> make magic. at a gathering and he's like, you know what? Call up uh, Tobin. Let's listen to- <laughs> 
You know what? Call up Tobin. He always ask him if we you think we should do the cab or the Pinot Noir. Babe, text Tobin. <laughs> you guys, you would not believe the caviar that he brought home the other day. He just every time he's on Chatty Bros, all he talks about is how amazing Tobin is. <laughs> God, Tobin. Well, you know, he's God. just he's everything. <laughs> Anywho. Tobin. <laughs> Oh my God, what about you what what's like what's in that exact scenario um if i have to pick just one we were we were kind of <laughs> you're like there was a list of about 75 i mean there's lots of great men out there we could grayson is one of them but you know why have one when you could have six sure this is part of this is a fantasy this is, a fantasy. This is we're um, exploring we're just having a conversation Definitely someone who is uh, on the quieter side, just because <laughs> Gray and I are not quiet. So someone who's on the quieter side. Uh-huh. I love a guy who's quiet, but when you get to know him, he's funny. Obviously has to be funny. What a fun surprise that I mean, is. My, I, I think Grace is yeah. funny, too. But anyone I'm with has to be kind yeah. of funny. Um, but I think that the, something I was telling Jess is I think I would want someone who's very in, more into like spiritual things um, is always like maybe holding me accountable to the point of being a little bit annoying where they're like, okay. you really said that you wanted to start journaling every night. Like, let's make some time to do that. You know, maybe you should get off your phone. What if we actually make a rule where you have to put the phone in the basket at night and 30, you know? And he's like, okay, okay. Basically a, a parent. <laughs> I'm looking for a parental figure to make sure that they keep me accountable with my shit. Make sure my taxes get paid on time. (laughs) Yeah, Grace pretty good at that, but yeah. Okay, but actually, like, that kind of thing would be nice. Um, And then I would say someone who is a meticulous planner would be really great, too. Mm -hmm. Basically, this is a glorified personal assistant is what I'm envisioning. (laughs) But it's also cute. Who wants to have, yeah, 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 a personal assistant who's really into like intense tantric sex. (laughs) (laughs) That's sort of what I'm looking for. (laughs) I mean, it sounds pretty idyllic. Like, I don't actually know if I want him on our vacations, but I want him to be like you guys. Right? (laughs) Sort of like Tobin. I've got this mapped out for you. Don't even worry about it. This villa overlooking the ocean. Gray, I made sure that the clubs are already going to be there when you get there. Becca, I made sure that they, you know, whatever. There is a freestanding tub out on the balcony. You're going to love it, honey. And uh, I'll be here looking over the cats while you guys are gone. <laughs> I made sure that it's uh, that it's facing east. I know how much you, yeah. you all love that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it helps center you a little more. <laughs> um, I've noticed that about you. Oh. I noticed because because I notice everything about you. Open floor plan. Good. There's good lighting for selfies in the, both the bathroom and the kitchen, mm-hmm. which, by the way, you have a Vanity Planet ad coming up. So that's why I wanted to make sure that the bathroom has good lighting. Oh. Apple Watch is going off. Yeah, okay. The ad you got that's doing about thirty minutes. So make sure. Hey, let me take the kids. Yeah, let me take them out for a walk right now. I made sure that the kitchen was clean and ready because this is for uh, Blue Land. And do you you need a snack? Because I know when your blood sugar gets a little. Do you need anything? Sweet potato crisps in the fridge. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) Everything's already in the fridge. It's already pre-made, pre-planned. I mean. 
This feels like a good scenario to me. Yeah, it sounds. I feel like, like the, if you present it like, like that to to Grayston, then it would probably you know, be like Grayston. Like, imagine. Let's look at the net benefits here. Imagine the benefits. Yeah. So we have Tobin. This man's <laughs> name is. Um, I'm trying to. I'm just just trying to picture him. He's. I think his name is just like Rick or something like that. <laughs> just Christopher. David. Just something David. like super. David. 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 Yeah. David. David. Oh, we love David. Yeah. Grace is just like stroking his hair. He's like, oh, we just love David. It's just weird. We love David so much. <laughs> David makes sure that like the freshest of fruits are always. He's got just like really long, like perfect hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's just like kind of flaxy golden, you know. He can give you great hair care advice. Both kids are just like asleep on his shoulder. And mm-hmm. he's just like, don't worry about it. I got it. He's guys. just he like is singing them to sleep. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Why don't you guys go out for dinner? I've got it. Yeah, go ahead. I've got the 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 fresh eggs that I got this morning from the chickens. And I, you know, it's it's wild because I was researching that uh, uh, chickens also actually respond very well to singing. So yeah. this morning I woke up before the sun came and the kids out. They're just like, chanting. and I and I sang to the chickens, and the eggs that they produced were just, you know, look. He's my he's my household manager mm-hmm. he's my he's my confidant he's my health coach no and, one can keep a secret like david <laughs> no one can keep a secret like david <laughs> and you know he's one of my best friends and we just love him you know we love him david is making sure that you always remember the four agreements yeah. david is making sure that you rise <laughs> and have making time sure to your meditate word is impeccable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. making sure that you do put your phone away and you know, for us, Tobin he's, he's and our, David are invaluable. <laughs> we need them. He's our he's our couples counselor. You know, he's like, hey, Rebecca, Gray, sit down. We need to have a conversation. I've been noticing some tension between the two of you. Let's talk it out. You know, I care about you both. A he lot. is Mark Wahlberg. I started I watching Temptation Island, which just had me watching. Um, what I I mean, yeah, if Mark Wahlberg, that's my perfect man. Yeah. The he is man. a great interviewer. You are not lying. Ha- Mark Wahlberg asks all the best questions. And has the best responses to them. Just the best crisp. response. They're crisp. They're also, he like, he doesn't just roll along with someone's nonsense either. Like he'll call it out, but still make them feel safe. Right. But like in a right. therapist type way where it's like almost like more of a question, a call out right. that's like in a question form. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, the like, f- well, that's not it doesn't seem like you're giving this isn't clear here. What What is it you're trying to say? The fact that he's not a doctor is shocking to me. Oh. I'm just he's, like, is, is he a therapist? I, I feel I don't think so. This is, is surprising. This to is me. like it's a true gift. He and seems like a marriage counselor. Yes. One thousand percent. If you follow him on social media, him and his beautiful relationship with his wife is just it's 10 out of 10. I'm watching season three right now, and so I we haven't gotten through it. But um, with the football guy, the big beefy guy, yes, yes. And his girlfriend, uh-huh. and they're talking about the girlfriend and her brother and everything, and yeah. the way he's just like, the, he's just he's just got it all under he, control. Mark Wahlberg is my father. I wish I, I wish he was my I other father. I won't accept anyone as a father but Mark. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yes. He is, I wish he was the other husband that my mom had. Not oh because God. I don't love my dad, but I love the addition to the family. Exactly. He would get, things would be moving a lot Imagine more smoother in our dynamics. Mark Wahlberg was your mom's David. <laughs> Life wow. would have been. Wow. 
you know and then See, I, this is the David shit we're too. talking about yeah. this is the shit i would love to know uh you know, maybe the bros can answer this at the top of their episode this week. I want um, to know. Like, what Describe would their other wife? What would the other wife be? I, I mean, it's quite fun. Yeah, no, but th- this season is I'm not going to get into it because we're not recapping it. But can you believe what's his face? Who's just like, she said no rules. What's his name? Don't remember. I'll be real with you. I I binged all the <laughs> the seasons so quickly i remember no one's name and i barely remember any of the storylines because mm. i consumed it so aggressively and was so in that it's now kind of a blur but i know who you're talking about yes and i don't remember his name and it was wild i started with season three yes. and i was just like this is madness and i feel so awful for the football guy though too i know I'm like he's trying so hard. he really he's trying really hard he's Can't trying really hard okay Mark. Was trying. Mark. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Ooh. Okay. Before we dive into some of the questions from you amazing broads, uh, here's the thing. My first thought when friends of mine buy new homes after congratulations, of course, is, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I don't have to furnish this place. The thought of putting together interior decor that is affordable and makes sense is so overwhelming. Well, it was so overwhelming. But that was before I was introduced to Article. Now, believe it or not, I am super confident in my ability to turn my space into the space of my dreams because I've done it already. I mean, with the help of Article, of course. No, seriously, you guys, Article has completely changed the furniture shopping landscape because they combine the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. So you truly get the best of both worlds. And also, instead of sorting through 500 sofas or 300 bed frames or like on some websites, like 3000, Article's design team focuses on just a few aesthetics like mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, bohemian, so you can easily browse pieces that pair well together. And we have to talk about the quality because I know from experience online furniture shopping can be a toss-up, okay? But with Article, the quality is even more amazing than I could have expected, okay? The materials are quality and every Article piece in my home is always the first to get compliments from guests. Plus, because Article takes out the middleman and sells directly to you, you can expect to save 30% over traditional retail prices. And to top it off, shipping is free on all orders over $999. Article is everything broads. So Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So like I always say, there's some awesome like accessory pieces on the website that you can get for like $110. Use our code. You're going to get that for almost half off. Anyway, go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied out at checkout. Just go to article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Most of the time when I shop online, it's things I will have to end up buying one way or another. Uh, Maybe it's a restock on household supplies or toiletries or pantry items. Like, really not all that exciting, if we're being honest. But what is exciting is when I can save some money on those items that I have to buy anyway. Once I installed Honey onto my computer, I knew for sure I was always getting the best price on all of my online shopping and ended up saving money on items I never expected to. And who doesn't love that? Honey is saving all of us all the money, okay? Okay, if you ever spent time clipping coupons or like Googling for 
codes at the last minute when you're checking out online. Uh, that's basically Honey in a nutshell, but a whole lot easier. Honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes. They apply the best ones to your cart each time you shop online. And I was really, really surprised at how often Honey's able to find savings. Honey supports 30,000 stores. Everything from gaming products to fashion brands, even food delivery. And it is so easy to use. All you have to do is shop online per usual. And when you get to that checkout page, a honey button will drop down. So sweet. Just click apply coupons and watch Honey go to work. Within seconds, Honey will have scoured the internet and let you know what deals you may be missing. Uh, On my last big purchase of cleaning supplies, I know, boring, but absolutely necessary, I saved $12 using Honey. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. I have to tell you, broads, in my home, Honey is happening numerous times a week and I am always bewildered at the amount of money that I save with honey. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting our podcast. So get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash chatty. That's joinhoney.com slash chatty. Anyway, uh, so thought we'd get into some questions yes you know what today it's uh it's a tuesday for the broads we're recording this uh just a reminder we record these like a week in advance so today is uh we're recording this on september 8th wednesday the year 2022 of Mm. our lord 2021 i'm already in 2022 well, I know you get to the point where it's so shocking how it's already, you know, 2021 that you start overcompensating and it's, you're like, it is 2022 I already. B- I believe that it's 2022. I've now, I've started to do that with my age. Oh, yeah. I've been having to look up recently how old I am. I did have a moment <laughs> where I was like, calculator. I am, am I 26? Yeah. Like I have the, it's like, it's like you hit a certain point and you're kind of like, well, and also the past two years have right. kind of been a wash. With, right. With COVID, it's like you don't have any memorable markers for your birthday generally speaking the milestones are the four walls of my home and they've remained so and instagram (laughs) and instagram is such a hot mess and there's so much happening (sighs) 24 hours a day that i don't know what year it is and i don't know how old i am so as far as i know it's 2027 and i'm 46 bitches (laughs) hell yeah let's get it Speaking of which, I have a question I'd love to start with from Ari, actually, who we had on the show a couple love, times now. Love you, Ari. Ari says, where do you all want to be in 40 years? Retirement fantasies, where you live, etc." And I'm loving fun. this kind of fantastical thing we're yes. doing here. Nothing's more fun, right? Yeah, no, no, 40 years. 40 years. So you are 52? I'm, <laughs> I'm 52. Uh, I, 40 years. God. I'm almost 33, so 73. I hope I'm long gone. <laughs> I hope I've been dead for years. Well, God, wait, that's that actually does make our gap sound because I'm still in my I'm still fresh in my 60s. You know, what was funny is when we were uh, when we were talking about the other day, Piper and Natasha, uh, Natasha is is 33 and Piper oh. is 24. Oh, and I was like, that's kind of close to us. Yeah. And that's so weird because I always forget that we have an age gap. Yeah. It's not huge. No, I mean, what Six is it? Six years. Six years. Oh yeah, I guess. 
Six and a half years. Yeah, I always forget though. Yeah, yeah you'll still you'll still be you'll still be in your sixties. You're still gonna be living life. You're gonna be, uh, you know, I, let let's be real. The likelihood of where in forty years we will be isn't that terrifying though. Like we really could be dead in forty years. Like when you start talking about forty years, I get a little anxious. I want you to know that I have been having daily anxiety about death. I don't know. I, really? I don't know what my problem is. Uh, just like the idea of what happens after. It just has been plaguing me. Absolutely plaguing me. Do you think at all about what I told you that one time where I was like, but what if we do have reincarnation and it's just a uh, point, pointless reincarnation? I think no about, karma. I think about it all the time. I'm not so worried about that, but just the suffering here on earth is all I can conceive sure. of. Sure. Uh, and in current times with all the horrific things going on, um, in this world, I, uh, yeah. Have there been times where there aren't horrific things going on in the world ever? No, there's always horrific things going on in the world. <laughs> I think with social media now, we're just very aware of, of everything. Yeah. I, I mean, before social media and before like the internet in general, all you really knew about was like you know, this five mile radius around your home. Granted, there are exponentially more people in the world. So which then there is more suffering in the world, just logically. But there's also more good good things going in the world, logically. True. True. The positive side. In theory. But but to be to be honest, probably in 40 years where our retirement will be is is likely on the moon. (laughs) No, I'll be in a capsule floating. We're in Palm Springs, Mars. (laughs) Palm Springs, Mars. <laughs> you know, when you make a when you make a left hand quadrant. Palm Springs in the fourth qu- quadrant of the galaxy. We will be spacecraft zero five six seven. <laughs> in forty years, I will be ricocheting in a capsule through space. I will be. You will be married to a hologram of, of Han Solo. Uh, yes, and I will heaven. be, and I will no longer be in my human form. They will have removed my soul, and I will just be a capsule. And I'm part mm. of a just a, a tray of other capsules. But I have, you know, I'm fully like like aware of what's going on, and I'm aware that the that we're light speeding through time and sound. And that's probably where I'll be in 40 years. That's mm. the likelihood. <laughs> Sounds miserable. I think I might have offed myself at that point if that's where we're I at. mean, think about though, for, like the advancements that we've had yeah. in just I know, the a short tide time period. If we continue on that path, also climate change. Okay. This is probably why I've been having, I've been yeah. so scared lately. Yeah. Um, will be like we'll have to have relocated where where will that be are you excited by that or petrified by that it's a good question the only thing i'm scared of this is why i bring us if we're living somewhere else who gives a fuck what i'm scared of where my brain goes to is when we have to leave the planet it's like "Ah, ah, ah, get on board no no That is what I don't want to go through. <laughs> it's like silent hell. <sighs> um, Meanwhile, I'm living in a bunker 50 feet below the earth. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm at the core <laughs> of the earth. I know that. See, that's the concern. I am. I feel the exact same way as you. If we figure out that we have destroyed our planet and we have to go elsewhere and we can relocate safely, then OK, that's fine. We'll all figure it out together. 
but human nature and the um the only certain people are going to get on that well, and, new, and that's on that the thing new, too. Uh, island in the sky that those and those you know the certain people and it's basically just going to be the ultra rich but my fantasy then is that maybe down below society will collapse but there will be a little time of war and distress <laughs> but then my hope, my prayer, is that we will then return back into small hunter-gatherer societies mm-hmm. with small groups of people. Nature will reclaim itself, mm-hmm. and we will all be living like little nomadic, nomadic lifestyles in our groups of 30 to 40 people. And, and that sounds beautiful. That sounds lovely. So maybe that's in 40 years where we'll be. This is all going to happen very quickly. <laughs> or, you know what? It's also one of those things where in the 70s, you know, they're like, we're going to be by the year 2000, we're going to be in like hovercrafts and like, you know, know. you know, whatever. And then it's like, well, life is very different, but how different is it? How different will it actually be? Right. Yeah. I'm not sure, but you know, yeah, I'll probably be ricocheting through space or in Boca Raton. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Where I would like to be, um, in 40 years retired. That's a very good question. Uh, I w- I'm going to like, like, I know me, and if Ember will have me, yes. I'd want to be near my child. Oh, that's sweet. So, yeah. you know, unless, again, she's like, please give me space, then I'd be like, all right, I'm not going to follow you. But if, like, you know, if Ember was like, oh, you know, I am I love California, and I want to move to Northern California, I'd be like, okay, I've like, let's move to Northern California. If she's like, I want to move, you know, to the East Coast. I want to move to Mars. I'm going to Mars. I'm following her yeah. to Mars. Love you forever. You know what I mean? I'm following her into her home in Mars. Uh, You know, obviously giving her a little bit of space. My sweet grandparents uh, pulled the move when my family uh, moved. They moved in the literal house next door. And that was a little much for for my family. Uh, God bless their sweet souls. But it was a little, you know, it was a little much because they were kind of always um, in the house. (laughs) A mile but, away, but a couple That's miles away. Yeah, just just a, a just ten a, minute drive. Yeah, a ten minute drive just around the corner, so that if she needs me at any time, I'm like, I'm here. You need babysitting? I'm here. Mm. You running your own business and you need you know some stupid advice? I'm here. Whatever. I would just want to end my life near her. So sad. Very sad. <laughs> That's sweet. What about you? Have wait. Have you ever seen Singapore? Uh, sing- Have you ever seen any travel shows where they go to Singapore? Um, a little bit. Okay, because Singapore could also be our possible future. I don't know if you've seen it. Yes. It's one of the cleanest countries in the world. There's just like plants with skyscrapers Absolutely like everywhere. Absolutely stunning. So cool. Absolutely stunning. So in my hopefulness i'm like maybe that's where we'll be but who knows like if we get our shit together and we get the people in office decide they yes. want to if we get people in office and the global elites decide that we're actually gonna help fix this planet and then we really get you know get our shit together maybe I that think will the be. united states will have to like fraction off into pieces probably four pieces we're too big that would be best we're too big <laughs> we're too big hey, it's small government <laughs> small land small government <laughs> i don't even know okay but mm, 40 oh god i just ah uh, i i i hate thinking so far in the future i've even thinking about this lately when uh, when we've been talking about getting married because i'm like Jesus Christ, Grayson. What, when you're getting married, then you're going to say 50 years from now, you're still going to be together? I know. Who the fuck knows what could happen in 50 years? Nobody knows. Everyone changes. 
Mm-hmm. Life changes. Life Every, happens yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. You ever seen Manchester by the Sea? Their house burned down with their kids inside of it. You never know. You know? You could have horrific tragedies. You could have just major Change life changes. Forever. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah. It's just crazy when you're start, when you're making decisions. I mean, the, the, I, I, I got to say, the idea of marriage is ridiculous. When you think about the fact that you've known someone maybe tops 10 years. Yes. And then you're committing to the rest of your life mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. for the next 40 or 50 or 60 years? You're out of your goddamn mind. It's a little much. It's crazy. Maybe you know. You know what it should be. It should be like signing a contract, like a like a five years. year, yeah, yeah ten, ten or twenty. <laughs> like years. and then like and then after like five years, you, you get together renew. and you're like, okay, are we gonna bump this to ten? Right. Or right. We, in we the contract, to, you know, we're some like, compromises, we, you right. know, right? Okay. Well, then I need this. We're gonna bump it to ten, and then you know you add on some right. years, right. and then you just check in. Like a ten year contract for yeah. marriage would be good. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to renew it, great. <laughs> if not, you wrap. You go, you go find. Probably save a lot of money in divorce. You know, we're like, we're around year eight. What do you think? Are we going to renew? And a lot of people then stay together because of how much divorce costs. Exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, contracts. Contract (laughs) marriage. Now, that is the wave of the future. That is the future. I love it. (laughs) We're going to sign a five year one, 10 year one, 20 year one. You know, it's your choice. You can do really whatever you want. If you want to sign. And a thousand year in blood contract with your partner, go for it. What would be fantastic too is if each person brought their own terms to the contract in writing. Is there a is there a minimum? Minimum years? Yes. Does it have like is like five years five. a minimum? Okay. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? You might as well just be dating, yeah. you know? Because yeah. you can get an annulment up to what? 90 days. Yeah. Not much. No, I guess not. <laughs> not I was like, you can get an annulment for the first like four or five years, right? <laughs> Nope. That's what I heard. <laughs> anyway, so the thought of 40 years, I'm like, oh my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. I start to just... Uh, um, <sighs> There's a lot of options. I'm seeing Costa Rica. I'm seeing... Uh, you know, I, I, I think that what would be cool, though, is I would like to... If fostering was something that would work out for us i would love to even when we're in our 60s still be fostering kids yeah. and, and where it would just be like our home is a home for children and i would always like to be involved throughout the rest of my life i would always love to be involved with the younger generations um, i think that's so good and so important you see so many people when they get older and they just don't interact with people who aren't their age anymore no. aside from like their occasionally their grandkids yeah and then that can get you stuck in a certain way of thinking totally. and also then like you then don't grow or change and that's like the spice of life and that's when people are like oh that generation it's like no you need to be able to tap into people with different experiences and different upbringings than you of different ages with different perspectives mm-hmm. and like learn from them too totally it's not like yeah i hate when people are always like oh you got to learn from older people but older people don't have to learn from young people that's silly young people no. have so much to offer too so anyway i'd like to i'd like to still be involved with uh children somehow in some capacity i'd probably like to be somewhere warm Everywhere is going to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. We're going to move up to Seattle and it's going to be 80 degrees all year. Actually, Seattle probably won't exist anymore. It's a little too close to the coast. Yeah, I probably would have so broken So we'll be in off. Montana. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or what if we go into like an ice age and it's like <sighs> Snowpiercer? I don't do well in the snow. Me neither. I can, you know me in Palm Springs. Like I can do fine in the heat. The snow. Mm. 
But I do like this dream of living like in a terrarium in the cold where there's like all these plants and glass and the sun filters mm-hmm. through. And it's like, I like, I like, I like the idea of having to live my whole life in a terrarium. Well, if we all had a tunnels with giant terrariums and it was sort of like a climate controlled arboretum mm-hmm. sorts. That kind of made you think like you were outside. It kind of made you feel like you like were a, outside. I love greenhouses. You know, greenhouses obviously aren't nature but if they're glass you have the sun coming through you have plants you're connected to nature i do love a greenhouse yeah the greenhouses are perfect they're the perfect temperature Mm -hmm. so yeah i I think i think my five husbands (laughs) david there david is david and grayson are there by my side we are all holding hands walking into the sunset together who the hell knows? Yeah, I am. Um, I, I think th- of your kids in 40 years, too. It's scary to think of Emperor as a 45 year old. That's horrifying. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I think that's maybe why I have like, been having those anxious death, death thoughts lately is because something happened in my mind. Like, I think I realized my age and all of a sudden I started to like see. Oh, my God. What, it's it's um you, when you find out how many summers you have left. I didn't. I saw that the other day. I did not like that. I don't like it at all. And so then you start like you realize the reality of what like yes, life it was like is. How many, no, it was like you only have this many summers. You only have 18 summers with your kid. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, my God, I literally I only have 13 summers left with Ember. And like summer hit so, so quickly. So then like realizing just like how fragile and short life is. And I've been thinking about that. And I have never been the type of person to think ahead in my yeah. life. Like I've never thought about the, my, you know, the five year plan. It's yeah. literally always just been like today is today. Yeah. And every once we're in a while like when like you pause and think, oh, gosh, like Evan work wise, can you be doing that in 10 years or right. will that be eight will you be aged out of that and da, 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 da. and it's like well what do you do after that right like I never I try not to ever go there right. <laughs> so I think then the idea of like thinking about like how short life is all of a sudden I'm like oh my god that's what I'm saying like I brought up that and you guys were clowning on me when I was like how many more books can you read but when you start thinking about that like yeah. you're like me what you maybe read two books a year mm-hmm. realist three books a year whatever you're only gonna have you. You gotta you gotta pick only a couple hundred books. They're gonna read before you die. You know, it's That's just like so wild. it just starts getting. That's so wild. I know the summer thing really fucks me up. I know, but also that's not real. You know, it's like you're you're gonna have more summers because one day your kids are gonna have grandkids and they're gonna spend no sure. every summer with you. You know, it's like I don't like the 18 summers thing. Fuck that. I think Fuck it's more shit. like when they're like in in the home with you. Yeah, like, but who knows. That's true. Honestly, by the time that our kids are older. I mean, like in old generations, kids would live with you until like they basically they got married. I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. But if you had a good enough relationship with your child, like that would be awesome if they lived with you longer, or came back home and lived I'm, with you. I'd be like, Ember, you can you can live here for forever if you want to. Well, I think it's school. I think it's the definition of summer by that yeah. time where there is no school commitments and it's even like already the the idea has shifted now that Ember um, is in kindergarten because before kindergarten, it would be like, oh, like if if, uh, you know, if Evan was like got work off on Friday, like let's right. go on like a little getaway together and like spend some quality time. And now it's like, oh, no, you can't because you have to be in school a certain mm. amount of time. So like it's, you know, it's like the five days a week. Like it just feels yeah. then all of a sudden more like structured and old. True. 
All right, let's do a palette cleanser. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fuck this shit. Um, <laughs> just like the heaviest Tuesday morning for whoever's listening. It's just like, well, trying to you know start the earlier half of my week with a little more of a happy swing, but that's what you get today, you oh, know. Man. <laughs> Someone asked, "How do you both know your partner was the one?" Well, you know, we don't know that they're their one because we're waiting for our our uh, Tobin and David. Tobins and Davids out there. Um. Okay, a lot of people have been asking how we met, and maybe there are new listeners, so I guess we should just clear that. Sorry for any old listeners, but there are a lot of questions, like a lot. Yeah. About how we met? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, just to keep it short for those who know, uh, it was just basically from mutual friends. Mutual friends introduced us, and we would every once in a while see each other at a party or two, and we would chat and then one day I was like, hey, Becca, I know you barely know me, but would you be interested in maybe starting a podcast together? Because Becca had found out that she was pregnant and I didn't have any mom friends. So I'm like, we could talk about that type of stuff. For some reason, Becca decided to say OK to me and show up it to was my just, home. It was just one of those things where, you know, I try to flow with life and every once in a while anyone else asking me, you know, would you want to try to start a podcast? You're like, yeah, I mean, I've thought about it totally the idea. Like, text me about it, you know? <laughs> when you said yes, and you were like, yeah, I'd be down. In my brain, I was like... I think I even no, said, like, no, I thought... Of, like, I've actually thought about that. I... I, You did. And in my, in my initial thought was like, oh, that's so nice of her to, like... <laughs> to humor me. <laughs> to humor me and not to be like, um, I'll, I'll just get back to you. Yeah. I'm like, that's nice. But, like, there's, you know, she's so busy. Like, and I knew that you had already gotten offers. Yeah. So I was like, there's... It's just, you know gonna happen but that was nice of her and then you showed up but it was one of those things where i was trying to tell you too but then you always seem insincere at the same time where you're saying like i was like no like i've been actually thinking about starting a podcast lately but like i feel like i need a co-host and like yeah, i actually yeah, yeah, thought yeah. that we would be really good oh, no. and i and i and i fully believed you at that oh, you i was just more like oh that's Is nice really of her because i brought it up to her but like she's it be you know she'll find a co-host who was maybe on the show or who was another influencer or someone that she knows better yeah you know what i mean that's what i thought was gonna happen then you showed up we recorded one recorded one episode it went really well and it was like how the heck did that just happened so smoothly i remember uh i was walking I, I had dropped my car off to get new tires and i was walking to a nail salon i was like i guess like five or six months pregnant at the time and I remember listening in my earbuds to the episode and I was like, <laughs> like laughing. Yeah. I was just kind of like giggling, which is like, okay. I was like, this is good. Yeah. And then yeah. we were like, all right. And then we actually decided, you know, like, let's, let's just like do a fresh episode one. That was kind of a test run. Yeah. I feel like in that first episode, God, we, I, we got to find I know, that. It, I, we, I know you emailed it to me, so I have it in the archives. Somewhere. And, and I think, I think in the very first episode or the first episode recorded, why we decided not to release it was I think because we didn't really know what it was. So we didn't really do an intro. And right. so we were like, oh, this works. So let's do a first episode where we're kind of like introducing. You know what? It, yeah, exactly. It was introducing us because the first episode, we were just like jiving, talking about shit. And then yeah. we were like, wait, wait, wait. We should explain who we are. Yeah, like what and this who is. you are <laughs> and like what we're doing here. Because yeah. we were just kind of you know, all over the place with, uh, with that. Now I want to like, I'm trying to scroll back in my email to see if. Oh my God. No, I can't. I can't. I can't find it, but I'll go later and try to figure it out. Um, but yeah, and then and, and then and you know we're coming up on three years. 
I think that it was really lucky timing that um, Colton season, which we said we weren't going to do, launched about six weeks after we started, six to eight weeks mm-hmm. after we started. And we were like, oh, fuck it. Let's- yeah, because and I think, yeah, like you said, the timing was perfect because we were in the swing of it, too. We were like, this is going We've really well. Episodes. And then you were having a lot of people asking you, like, are you going to talk about the the season? And we came out of the gate hot because we were like, our real unfiltered thoughts about Colton pre-season. Oh and we kind of went in. This is before we knew about what was okay and not okay yeah, to say so you start, podcast. you start to learn. You start to, you know, you realize. Find the boundaries. Yeah, you also realize that you're not like sitting, really sitting alone in a room. No, not, no really not. No. Not at all. And I had zero experience being in any sort of public eye. So, so you were like, you're, you're used to getting tons of DMs. And I remember all of a sudden when this started, I, like a small child, am calling you. I feel so bad. I don't even remember this. But I, I feel bad now because I'm like, oh my God, like that has to be, that had to have been so stressful for you because I'm not used to receiving um, mean DMs and like getting blown up about You're a lot of like, stuff. What is happening? And I'm like, so when I and when I would see anything negative, I was like, this must be fixed immediately. Yeah. And so I'm like calling you constantly, just being like, okay, I think someone said this, and this might have been a good point, and I think we upset this person in this way, and I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, and you were just like hey, it's okay. Like, you know, sometimes people don't agree with everything that you're saying. And I'm like, I'm not used to this. I have a certain group of friends. And if they have a problem with me, we talk it out IRL. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Crazy. That was wild. At the end of Colton's season, our listenership had really skyrocketed. Yes. Compared to where we had started. Yes. And so that was... We had it, like, I remember not receiving any really, like, negative... Uh, kickback or anything on the first few because I think the people who were turning tuning in were like you know they're big fans of you mm. and you know they want to support like the OG squad is like wants to support and then we started to get listeners who were just bachelor viewers and so you know you're saying some controversial things and we were really going in real hard okay no wonder we weren't allowed to have anybody from the show when I reflect back, I mean, wow, it's been a, it's come a long way. How, what episode number are we on? Like, what episode is this going to be? Do you know? Let's see. I mean, 300. Are we at 300 yet? Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I think so. My podcast app oh, is almost. frozen. Oh, almost. Wait. <gasps> oh my God. What? This is. This is the 300th episode. Congratulations. Congrats. Wow. That's crazy. Wow, really? Yeah, because it says I'm looking broads again. We're recording this on a different <gasps> day, but I'm looking MR. And Emily wants this 298. Oh, wow. A special <laughs> 300 episode celebration. Congrats to us. 300 episodes. I mean, you do realize that's probably an average, <laughs> like if we're averaging out in 90 minutes an episode, which I would say we probably are. Yes, because it's at least it's at least an hour and 15 always. And, you know, most like so to two. be conservative. That means we've spent, let's see, 90 minutes times 300. It's 27,000 minutes that we've talked on this show together. 27,000. 525,600 minutes. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So and then divided that by 60. That's 
450 hours. That doesn't sound like a lot, though. Divided I by mean, 24, we've spent almost 19 full days, 24 hours worth of talking. That's a lot. Doesn't sound like that much when you put it like that. No, Only like if, almost not even three weeks. But that's no that's no sleeping. <laughs> right. That's nonstop so talking. Six weeks of talking twelve hours a day. Wow. That's still just that's feel as nine much. weeks. Of <laughs> <laughs> Let's break this down. Oh wow. Congrats. That's crazy. That's really Congrats. Cool. I wish that I had confetti guns behind <laughs> us. Lee, edit them in, please. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Just explosions. <laughs> Fireworks, oh, baby. Wow. That's wild. Cool. And how here far we've we, come. How far we've come. Wow. Like I said, it's it's gonna be three years. Wow. We should I think we should release the first episode at some point. Yeah, we should. Probably listen should. through it first. Yeah, I think that would be probably a good idea. <laughs> Double check a couple things. <laughs> okay, Broad's gonna take one more quick pause. Now Listen, it is officially September, and that means it's back to school, baby. Uh, That is if your kids haven't already started, which I know a lot of kiddos are already back, mine included. But listen, if there's one thing that goes hand in hand with going back to school, it's packed lunches. And if you're struggling to find healthy options to pack your little ones, let us fill you in on our favorite secret weapon, and that is Thrive Market. Thrive Market is basically like all of your favorite health stores and then some compiled into one awesome superstore online that's on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Once you sign up for our Thrive Market membership, you get access to all their amazing products at discounted prices. And if you're in the market for healthy options for school lunches, their snack section is outrageous. You'll find everything from crispy veggie chips to healthier versions of your kids' favorite sweet treats. They seriously have everything. I also do so much of my shopping for clean beauty brands too on Thrive Market. I just love them. And Thrive is so much more than just snacks, okay? Shop everything from pantry staples to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and household supplies. There's even a function uh, to find items by things like dietary restrictions and values and so much more, which is so helpful if you have picky eaters or kids with allergies. Makes shopping so much uh, smoother. Uh, And I sat down with my daughter, Ember, before her first day of kindergarten, and we actually just picked out a bunch of healthy snacks on Thrive together. And she had so much fun not only being able to pick out all of her own snacks herself, uh, Mama was happy because we saved $23 on the order. Healthy snacks and saving money. Thank you, Thrive Market. I love you. Go to thrivemarket.com slash chatty. Join today to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash chatty to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. Thrivemarket.com slash chatty. Have, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> sure. This is really the palate cleanser. Have either of you ever considered signing up for OnlyFans slash would you? And we've been having some recent conversations about this and, and I want to hear what your answer is. We've been talking about like, getting creative like not i mean there's only fans where people do bikini shots you there's and people been yeah i mean i don't okay. know if we'd actually do this but it was sort of an idea where um uh gray's dad was telling us about someone who he, they he knows who does um she calls it like i think she just calls it like naked bakers or something and they're literally Ooh. just cooking while they're naked and i was like oh my god imagine if we did some sort of like i don't know just like naked where we're like hiking or cooking or 
you know, swimming in the ocean or whatever at a nude You guys could just do a podcast together nude. That sounds (laughs) not as fun. Everything's just kind of hanging. I don't think we would actually do it. But it's one of those things where you're like, okay, you're not putting yourself having sex on the internet. You're Mm -hmm. just putting your naked body, which... Sure is vulnerable, but in the scheme of things, it's like... I think that's a fun idea. And it'll probably really grab people's attention. Yeah, especially because it's different. Yeah. I would so. watch it. <laughs> I, um... Okay, so I was helping a... I wanted to, like, creative direct yes. with some OnlyFans <gasps> stuff. Yes, yes, I was yes, helping yes. a friend mm-hmm. initially, and it didn't... She didn't end up... God damn it. I know I was so bummed out because we had some we had some good we had some good content, but she was going to be honing in on the foot piece. Which I think you could do. I appreciate that, but I really, you know, I have such a lengthy second toe that I don't know. I mean, I guess everyone has different types of foot fetishes, but normally I think it's like a, a you know, a certain the row of toes sloping yeah, downwards. You've got unique going for you. It's Your true. alternative. <laughs> I've got that alternative <laughs> foot, honey. Um, but I was like gonna. Cre- I liked creative directing, and I was like, oh my gosh, let's do this with your foot, right. and let's do this, and I was like super hyped about that. So I I was doing what that. Were you, what were some of your ideas? I just wanted to make it um very colorful, like almost like pop art style, but with like you know feet and food. I was literally the first place my head went was food. I was just thinking, what if you were decorating a cake with only your feet and you're Amazing. like trying to squish frosting between yeah, your you're feet stepping and putting the candles on top with toes. The frosting, the frosting is super colorful. You have mm. like a white background. Like it's just you know. Dip like you know, dipping your feet in rose and then like you know, putting like whipped cream. I, I don't know, just like fun mm-hmm. food. And now I'm normally not into the food thing, no. but the food with the feet was just very pretty. That's some people's nightmares. D- yes, 100%. I don't have any problem with it. I'm like, no. just some beautiful, pedicured, cleaned feet. Yeah, just with food, mushing some things Great. between the toes. I just have a Sounds problem fun. with when there's when there's food being exchanged between mouths. Uh, that just is not for me. No, that's disgusting. It's not for me. I shouldn't say that's disgusting. For some people, it's not disgusting, but it disgusts me. Yeah, it's not. It it makes me a little nauseous. Mm-hmm. I was watching Love Island and they were playing like a relay race game where they had to like take a full meal and pass it. Oh my and god, was, that's like human centipede. That's no, disgusting. and I was and I was dry heaving because they'd have like the mashed potatoes, the gravy, like, and it was. You, I'm and having I, like no, a no, I'm, uh, full response and I, here. And it was, it was, I was, um, that is, it was coming up in my throat. Like I was going to start to vomit and I had to skip it. I'm like, I can't watch this anymore. I feel so ill watching it. I'm like, what if I would have been in that situation? I would have just had to say like, I'm sorry to be such a party that pooper, but I can't do status. this. Yes. Straight up. Oh my God. Oh my fear God. Factor. Like warm from their mouth. Just like, mm. oh my God. Spit the different, oh. the different consistencies. <laughs> I only consistency is already what like really gets me. So the different consistencies of what they were putting in each other's. Mouths. I guess if you literally had to just put it in your mouth and spit it out into someone else's, imagine if you had to like chew it up and roll it around in your mouth. But I struggle in mom moments when Ember gets like some backwash in my drink. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm like, I want to love and support. And when she says, here, take a sip of this, I want to not just pretend to take a big sip. Like I'd like to take a big sip. But when I see that backwash, I just can't do it. Even when my kids have like food on their face. I'm just like, let's stop that. The baby food used to be hard for me. The smell of like the pureed peas 
and it getting in crevices and like the high chair. That's disgusting. Yeah, that Why was none rough. of those high chairs have like easily, actually, easily cleanable designs. I don't know. There's got to be a better way to live. Shark Tank. <laughs> Shark Tank. You know what to do. Yeah, like the little like slots where the oh my god. Yeah. Disgusting. So yeah, I did that with OnlyFans. Uh, thought about it, didn't end up falling oh, yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Evan and I have, t- have talked about. I've talked with him about like just doing um. OnlyFans, like, audio-wise. Like a POV. Oh, we talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, right? Like, POV audio. Sort of like Dipsy? Di- yeah, super similar to Dipsy. So there's, like, no visuals. It's just audio and doing, like, stories. But, like, POV style. I'm like, that would be fun. I'd be super down Why don't you that. just read erotic stories? I'd be down to do that, too. I started to think about, though, Evan being, like, you know, with his audio stuff, I was like, you could add in sound effects. Like the, yeah, like, like the Dipsy, sound of, yeah. Yeah, the sound of, like, my feet walking and then, like, the door closing, like, full, like, you know, audio adventure. Yeah. <laughs> like, Radio like, that theater. would be fun. You should do that. <sighs> Thought about it. Why not? Well, you know... Starting this podcast and talking about certain <laughs> things has left a strained relationship in some parts of, <clears throat> I'll say our family, to not hone in on anyone in, in particular, that, you know, I'd have to be promoting it from my Instagram. We can promote it on the podcast, we not promote, promote it on your Instagram. <laughs> Put it in your link tree. No one has to know. I'm just like, you know, we've talked about, we're like, oh my God, is it worth getting that from I mean, the family legit if you only talked about it on the podcast and you did just put I it in your link tree it. yeah yeah you don't have to put it on your swipe ups mm-hmm. something to consider i think you should do it you have a great voice and that could be Thank so you. fun like i mean you can find you can have listeners send you like their favorite erotic stories i would you be could, super down you could go through a chapter book like you know like kind of like um but not 50 shades of gray like there's lots of erotic novels and you could do chapter by chapter i would love to do that i'm sure people would love that think about it think about it think about it you could have evan come in and read the male uh voices mm-hmm. people would love that yeah huh i say fucking do it and we'll promote We're it on the podcast it. and you have to do it on your Instagram. I think that's amazing. So we won't have full family fallout? I feel like people would just love that. I would love to do it. Hmm. I think it'd be fun. What does this mean? Oh, never mind. Someone said would love to know Jess's reasons for one and one and done as we are considering it too. And I was like, one and oh, done. They're talking oh, about oh, kids. Oh. I was like, one and done. I was like, I was like, I, I'm confused. Are you forgetting about Tobin? <laughs> There's still possibilities on the table. My reason for one and done <sighs> is, um, first of all, it's not a hard and fast decision. I always say never say never. You know, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I might change my mind. Yeah. We might change our mind. I don't know. You've got but, a decent amount of years of, of if, if you want to have a biological child, decent number of years. Yeah, of fertility. if I want to have a biological child, you know, I'm... What is it when they say geriatric pregnancy you is got at a couple years before you're geriatric? <laughs> I got like two, two geriatric. years. Geriatric. I'm I like, mean, are what? you kidding me? Geriatric. Can Why there be a different term? name? Can there just be a different name what for about advanced it? pregnancy? Yeah, I mean, that, that would be great. But geriatric feels like a little much. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, there's not really a reason behind it other than we are happy 
right now with Ember. And we both, I mean, I guess like the more personal reasons and why the hell not, because it's the podcast, would be there would there is a fear for me. We've talked about this a little bit, but there's a fear for me about my bipolar. When I initially got pregnant, I was, you know, couldn't be on medication. I was really scared um, of what that would look like for us. And then what ended up happening was when I got pregnant with um, with Ember, like, I wasn't really dealing with my bipolar at all. Whatever happened with right. my hormones, I, I felt great. And then I felt really good afterwards too, like while I was breastfeeding. And now in more like probably this past year, I've had more like bipolar stuff kind of seeping in. I've had like, you know, some episodes and stuff again. But what I'm nervous about, T TBH, is that if I had another child, that it would be like a reverse effect. I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, that's totally something to be scared about. It sh- because it was so shocking that it went like away. And it's been so shocking that in recent years, it hasn't literally consumed my life because it did. That was my life was just working around that the idea of of have being pregnant and whatever hormonal shift happening and that becoming a thing and then affecting my child and my husband is frightening and that's yeah. probably one of the biggest reasons um but yeah and ember's like two kids <laughs> yeah ember's a little wild one i think that makes sense to be something nervous about I me mean, you don't yeah yeah like you said if you had something so unexpected that happened the first time it's like who knows what unexpected mental mm-hmm. health I don't know happen with the second. It, exactly and on it could be perfect after you it know? could be incredible <laughs> but honestly it could be it could literally be like even more and I feel even better yeah. like but I don't know yeah and so what I'm concerned about is like like the, again the current child that I have right now and like my relationship with my husband um and then also too you know I love the idea of Ember having um having a sibling but at the same time too the shock of, oh my God, like we have this baby and I'm actually feeling a lot better mental health wise and I'm able to handle this right now. That was like, this is what I can handle right now. Mm -hmm. And I was already pretty overwhelmed with that. And I'm like, this is what I can handle. And so this is, this is where it's going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you decide you want to handle more, you'll do it. And And if if I want to handle more, exactly. Exactly. We'll see. We'll see. And we just make sure that Ember is playing with other kids constantly because she's a little social one. Okay, air is on and snack break has happened. <laughs> a couple questions we've already actually answered before in past episodes, which, by the way, if you're a new listener, dive into scroll back if you want any new content. I we mean, like so I said, this is 300. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of episodes you can like go through. Like someone asked Evan and Jess relationship timeline. We have a whole episode where I interviewed you guys. Yes, that was a really fun episode. That was in one of the first 100. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That might have been like first 30. Yeah, because did we have video yet? I don't think we did. We might have. I don't. No, no, you're right. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. So I think it is in the first 30 episodes. Wow. That would be a fun one. Each of ours would be an interesting one to be like to like replay Mm -hmm, to like mm -hmm. repost. Um, Yeah, because I interviewed you and Gray and you interviewed me and Evan. That was years ago, you know, so a lot changes. Um, And then someone else asked about are either of y'all bi? We also have an episode where we talk all about bisexuality. We do. Um, you can go back and listen to that too. Yeah, I'll I'll um I'll have maybe post the, some of them in the episode notes. That was or from we'll two years them. ago. Yeah. Is that, yeah, that was from 2019 summer. Mm-hmm. Um, here you want to find one? Sure. 
Do you ever get crushes on your partner's friends? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> the way that the mic is just slowly brought. <laughs> Never not a crush on one of my partner's friends is, is more of the correct <laughs> deal. Um, it happens every once in a while, and it's not because I would if I... Yeah was interested in... Right, nothing wrong with a crush. If you didn't bring shit people around. <laughs> no, it just has happened that, like, the people that Evan is friends with are not so much my type. But I've had it before, of course. Yeah. Um, Especially when you get into, like, when you are getting to know other people, like, on maybe, like, a little trip or whatever, and then everyone has kind of, like, deep talks, and right. you get to know, like, a different side of someone a little more, like, uh, yeah, of course. I would say statistically, like, one in three of Grayson's friends I am, like, attracted to. <laughs> like, wow, Physically and personality-wise, or? Um, yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I, I don't know. What a solid group he comes I, with. <laughs> I don't know if I would, like, like, let's be real, I don't know if I would, like, enter into, a, like, I don't know if, if I was single, if I would pursue... I don't think so, but like, oh, like, you know, yeah. you're you're a catch. Like, you are attractive to me. Sure. Um, what are your thoughts on then having... Do you... Then will you talk with Gray about it? Well, I always ask him, like, who... You know, who would you have a crush on? Or, like, who do you, who do you have... Who are you most sexually attracted to in your group of friends? Like, who are you, you know? Yeah. You know, and then he'll be like, yeah. I'll just be like, oh, guess who you think I... I mean, every once in a while, I'll, we'll talk about it. But yeah, I'd say yes, we do talk yeah. about it. I, I, you know, my my thing with, like, my friends is I'm always just like, listen, it's, it's human nature yeah. to have crushes on people around you. So tell me now. I'd, I mean, like, for me, I, I would honestly, like, I'm like, hey, like, I'd, I'd like to know from Evan if he's like, yeah, I'm, like, feeling super attracted to that person. I'd be like, all right, well, let's talk about it and kind of, like, see where we go let's from there. Let's talk about it and let's set the boundary that you will no longer be allowed around, allowed around Listen, this person alone. Tobin is in our home. You may not engage with that friend that you think you have a little bit of a crush on. But I also tell people, though, I'm like, like when it comes to then having a conversation with your partner about crushes, one of the most important things is that like, if you are going to go there and make the decision to ask your partner who maybe in your friend group, he has a crush on know that you are asking him that and you need to accept his answer, you know, uh, in a way that is not a trap for your partner. You know, what's so interesting. If you, if, and if you don't want to know, don't ask. That's my thing. You know what I mean? Like, because everyone feels that in their, everyone has a crush sometimes. So if you're going to not be ready to hear a potential honest answer and aren't going to be able to handle it, just don't even ask. You know, what's so interesting. And I think, um, I know people get so annoyed how I talk about this stuff all the time, but also you guys got to remember this is our podcast. So we're on a journey to self-discovery. <laughs> Episode 300. So when, there are, so when there are certain periods of time where you're going through certain aspects of self-discovery, sure. you might talk about it a lot, whether, you know, whatever that may of be, it's, it's what's... It's what's on your heart and mind and in your life. Anyway, I realized, I was telling Gray this the other night, I think that I am, and maybe I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think I am genuinely like a polyamorous person, like in my sexual identity, because like I said, my first relationship in high school with my boyfriend who was gay, I, he was hooking up with other guys and I was like, okay with it. Okay. Like I yeah, knew, like yeah, he would tell me, yeah. you know, I was like, was just with this guy, whatever. And I'd be like, okay, well that kind of annoys me, but like, whatever you're here with me now, like kind of thing. 
so really like my first sexual relationship when I have a relationship with someone, it was open. He was sleeping wow. with guys and I knew about it. And I didn't know at first, but then like one of my classmates told me that he was hooking up with this guy and I was like, <gasps> and, and then, then he told me. Okay. And then when you went and then when you went to him, you weren't like relationship over. You're just like, I didn't tell right. him that I knew. He told me. Okay. Okay. Wow. That he was gay. Okay. And then I was like, okay, and you're hooking up with these other guys. Like I already knew because this person told me. And then it was kind of like kind of weird but then I was kind of like didn't really I didn't say yes or no I was just kind of like okay it wasn't the most communicative healthy relationship but granted sure that was my young. first experience and I was like okay well I know he's sucking up with this guy and this guy and I actually know he has like a tinder date on Friday and like whatever but I was sort of okay with it I just like accepted it and was like all right and that's just what it was and that was your first relationship that was my first relationship and then um I remembered like one of my boyfriends actually a couple of my boyfriends when I'd be out with friends, I would always be, I'd get drunk and I would always try to make my boyfriend make out with my friends. I remember like, hearing about this. Like I wouldn't do, I mean, it's, there's different contexts. Like I, you know, I, I don't think I, I can't imagine myself ever being like, Jess, make out with Gray. No, like, no, no, there's a different energy that's going on There's too. different energy. There's a different it's energy. Like, no, no. <laughs> This so is funny because someone asked us on our Instagram, you know, it was oh, like, no. it was like, would you get like, which would you guys ever part? Like, I don't know, swap part or something. And both Gray and I are just like, no, no I don't no, know. This no. is my thing. This is my thing. I don't know what it is because there's sometimes you just don't even know how to put it into words. <laughs> I love you both so We're much. Like family at but this it's point. Family. Like, it's, it's literally like family at this point. The, it's literally like I would say anything in front and like obviously I don't know Gray nearly as well sure. as I know you but yeah. I would say anything in front of you or Gray at this yeah. point like this is like I, I it's family yeah so yeah when people are always like so do you think you guys could ever hook up with each other I'm like it would be like hooking up with my brother or my sister no like yeah, this is the same way no I'm like and I don't know I don't know how to express it just to <laughs> <laughs> I cannot imagine having no. any kind of sexual relationship no. with you or Evan no. not to me I almost get like not because no. you guys are not sexually attractive. You no, get like a vulnerable no, response. No. Like it's a like no, a it's, sibling. It's fucking, fa it's fucking family. <laughs> it's that response. It's family. Just like, no. There are only a few people in my life, and this is, and I say this in love. There are only a few people in my life that I feel like, you know, when you like again, it's kind of this unspoken thing where like there's certain people that even if you wouldn't, you and I wouldn't work together as much as we did. There's I'd like I'm like you are absolutely stunning. Gray is absolutely gorgeous. You guys have amazing personalities. As soon as I got to know you a little bit, it felt like family immediately. Mm. There is kind of this intimacy that is different where you're like life. Sometimes there's just an intersection mm. and you're like, did I know you in a past life mm. in like a familial way? Like there's something like that where it's like even earlier on, there wasn't that energy. It mm -hmm. felt like family. And then the more time that goes by, it's like, no, this is, this is family. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> like I feel the same exact way Evan and I have talked about it too we're like I mean because whenever I do a Q&A I get the question too and I'm like I don't know how to say this in a way without Evan and I both acknowledging that we find Gray and Becca right. to be beautiful people and wonderful people but no. it's just not that's just not there's the vibe. never going to be any kind of swinging situation going on no, none of that if, if you see that the four of us are at a at a hotel together like we're not there's not a swinging there's not a swapping happening Ew! No, it's just like no, like no, 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 no. It's just wrong. It's wrong. It's not right. Wait, how do we get on the topic? Oh, crushes on friends. Crushes, oh, crushes on, on friends. friends. Um, 
oh no but then yeah i would get i would get my my other friends i'd be like make out with him you guys make out Yes, yes, I'd yes, I'd be like, yes. do it, make out together. Yeah, because it's, it's leaving me hot. Yeah, and I was like, I loved it. I was like, ooh, that's so fun, you know? And then when I said, like, we had a, my little mini orgy, I didn't care at all. I saw, I saw him fucking other girls in front of me, whatever. Do you I know what? Kinda, I don't care. Do you know what's something that's kind of funny? Is that what? one of the first things that I knew about you was one of our friends telling me a story of, like, a group hang that you were at where some of the friends and girlfriends and the boyfriends were kind of starting to make out a little bit. Wait, no, no! Okay, cut it out! Anyway. Okay, turns out I was not at this situation that Jess just told me off air. <laughs> it so mixed it up. Wish I was! But no. But you were in, there were, yeah, there were other stories similar to that that I might have been mixed up. And then now having to deal with all of Gray's ex girlfriends and ex flings constantly are buzzing around us that in is, his friend group. Yes, that is, and then that's a whole different It's animal. a whole different uh-huh, But, you know, uh-huh. now I like think I have transcended some sort of sexual jealousy at this point. You know, I think um, as far as like my close friends, I. Like, and then crushes on Evan's friends. Like, Evan and I have a similar group of close friends. And I feel like the people that I hang out with regularly, like, a lot are a small group. And it is it is family. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's just it's just not that energy. You guys but, have also known each other and, and I'd say known your friends for years yes, at this point. Yes, it's been forever. And then even the ones that we, like, end up meeting, you know, now later on in life. It just like, you know, we have a few people that we're really close to and it's like, yeah. it's immediate. It's like what I'm talking about with you and Gray, where that's like, this feels like family. It's super comfortable right away. And there's not that energy. Now, you know, there's people that like that we know that it's more uh, acquaintancy than that. I would say that's that's more of that vibe when mm-hmm. we, you know, before pre-COVID times when there would be a lot of like parties for music stuff. Sure. Sure. <laughs> of course. But of course. but of course. But of course. But crushes are fun, though. I've, I've like, allowed myself to kind of lean into that more lately where I'm, like, and it's, and I think we've talked about it. It's mm-hmm. almost kind of liberating sometimes, yeah. too, where you're, like, oh, I have a crush on this person. I yeah. like them. Yeah. I'm into them. Yeah. You know? And, and if there's no, like, boundary that's that's being right. set that's being broken and you're just having that little feeling in your self. And you want to be around them. And you want to be around them and, and it's nice. Great. As long cool. as you're self-aware and conscious mm-hmm. of the choices you're making are being honest with yourself mm-hmm. I think that is safe but there are a lot of people who do not want to get honest about themselves with themselves about when they're crossing a line that they know they shouldn't be crossing yeah and sometimes that can be a little sketchy yeah it can be a little shady if money was no object what is one thing you would buy okay this is so my immediate response is just stupid because it's like no no shit Sherlock I would buy a I would buy a open floor plan yeah, I mean one house. story house on the ocean 1000% sign me up in Sanitas mama's coming home <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would buy first but if it's just kind of like frivolous money was no object I don't think I would buy a, an object. I think I would buy like a, a chef for the rest of my life. 
Oh, see, that's you know, very good. Yeah, a personal assistant, maybe. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that. I mean, that feels like it would be that would be way more life changing than being like, I got this new Balenciaga bag. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like, no like, matter okay. where you live, whether you have to go back to an apartment or you know go whatever, you're gonna have your chef with you. Yeah. You know, like chef. That might have to be it. Really, a personal chef. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm just so bad in the kitchen, and I love to eat certain foods that I just don't have the patience to make. Yeah. Imagine if you gave them like a menu of what you wanted for the week. Oh, my God. That would be incredible. Wouldn't it? Yes. Avocados. You might actually, you might actually save money. <laughs> no, I would. Maybe I'm literally like, should I invest in that? Because when when I am door dashing, you know, a Coke Zero, we have a problem. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh man! But that's a really good one. I also what? also experiences to me, by the way. Like I, it, yeah, an object would just not be it to yeah. me. It would have to be unless I was allowed to buy, like again, like maybe a vacation <laughs> property. Right. It, it would have to be like an experience. Jess, why is someone saying this? Are Je- they must have misinterpreted something you said. Are Jess and Evan actually in a semi-open relationship? Well, I guess people have asked me that before because I've talked oh, you about said you're how- allowed to like go out and flirt. Yeah. How is that an open? It's not an open relationship. I guess maybe for some people maybe, it is. Maybe. If the boundary is like, no, we, you know, how that do you stays set that boundary here. though? No flirting? Like, what does that look like? I guess then? you're just like, hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're just like, I mean, you can only just engage with your friends, female friends. <laughs> I, I don't know how that looks. But again, also, some people's personalities are different. You know yeah. me, I kind of just, I, yeah. fl- I exist to flirt. I flirt yeah. to exist. I'm just kind of like that. So it's, it's, I think for us, it was just more of like, um, I needed to, yes, I have a very flirty personality. So Evan knows that about me. That's always been who I yeah. am. But I, but I needed to make like a clear communicative, uh, have a clear communicative conversation with him where I was like, I like to, and I feel like in my life right now, I want to go out with my girlfriends and I want to show up at a party or a hang and not be like, Hello, I'm Mrs. Evan Ambrose, and I am a mother, (laughs) and let's only talk about my husband and my child, but just show up as Jess and, like, flirt and have fun and make sure that he knows, like, hey, by the way, when I'm going out, because this is what happens. This is a small town. (laughs) You think it's big, and it's small. (laughs) It's so true. Even on Instagram, I'll, like, click someone, but they're cool. I'd be, like, followed by this person and that person. Yeah. And then you're, like, wait, what? And then you, like, yeah, there's, like, everyone. So it's, it's, everything's interconnected. So it's, like, you know, I, you know, (laughs) I've had, we've had situations before where, you know, one of us is out at a hang alone and other people who mutually kind of know us from, like, another group of people see us and, like, rumors have started to turn before there's been some rumors for sure because you'd be i mean even though it's like la is la and you think everyone's just like you know do your own thing oh no gossipy of course it's it's like but it's even just like the by the way we can talk about fucking misogyny right here and now is when evan's out alone no one says jack shit 
But when certain people in the community are like, Jess is out, it's it's like late at night, and she is a she, especially when I first came into Los Angeles in uh-huh. this space, I was Evan's wife because he was like the one who was connected with like that whole scene. Yeah, and everyone was like, and everyone was always very kind, like, oh my gosh, it's so cool that you're so, that you're young and have a kid, and you guys right. are the cute parents. Right. But people kind of obsessed over this idea of like this cute family mm-hmm. who's younger for Los Angeles. And so all of a sudden when some of these people saw me out by myself, mm-hmm. I wasn't with my husband, I wasn't at home with my kid. Like, oh, are they it on was, the rocks? Oh, it, it, there's been there's been conversations where it's like I saw Jess out and she was like with a group and I don't know, she was talking to someone. I mean like there's been this whole thing. So there need to have there needed to be communication. And Evans <laughs> Evan I can't lie to you and say that rumors have circulated before that my dear sweet husband hasn't leaned into and just pretended like, oh yeah, for sure, we're da 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 da. Oh yeah, we swing. Just because people are like, it's like you know what? If you're gonna start a rumor, go for it. I'd rather you just be like, just leave her, just leave her be. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, I'll tell you a fucking wild story later. <laughs> Sorry, broads. Can't wait to hear. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I feel like I already know your answer to this one, but what's yes. your um, what's what would be the sex position you would pick for the rest of your life? Ooh. Rest of your life. Rest Gotta of think my when you're 73. life. Um, when I'm 73. That, that's very, that's an important factor. Um, yeah, because I was going to say. I have the, st- I have the most powerful orgasms when I'm on top. Ooh. ooh. Okay. I'll, I have the most powerful orgasms when I'm on top. I can last the longest when I'm in missionary. I'm on bottom, Evan's on top. But I love doggy style. Oh, yeah. damn, so doggy style would be it? Yeah, probably, but it's I'm also style. thinking when I'm older, but then you can do doggy style, laying down doggy style is fun, or whatever that's called. Where they're just, just on flat. I know, you've talked about this before. <laughs> the lazy, they just like, they just like kind of move. Or what is, and then it's soaking. I love to soak. I, Hate that? You hate sound, soaking? Sound. No, the word, the word. I hate the way soaking sounds like that is just like soggy. I think soggy. I think like wet, twinky. <laughs> I just like it's disgusting to me, and I get a little bit of the food reaction. I understand that because it is. It is so like. See, I learned from the broads because I had talked about that I love when he like, like holds it in. Yeah, just holds it in, yeah, and like they're like too. it's called soaking, and no, I'm just that's like disgusting. <laughs> Okay, what did you think I was going to say? And then what's yours? I thought you were just going to say missionary. I mean, I love missionary. I mean, it's classic. It's classic and it's fantastic. And like I said, I can kind of, I like missionary because I feel like even if he's on top, I can kind of control where my orgasm is going better. Mm. So I can kind of hold off if I'm like, I want to edge a little bit, edge a little bit versus like. Now, I'm always blown away by women who say that I am, I don't go on top. Really? I don't like it. Grayson doesn't like it. Gray's like Gray will literally lose his boner if I'm on top. Really? I mean, unless, I get it. unless um, the position is not good for our bodies if he's laying down. Now, for like sitting on a couch and I'm on top, that's a different story. It's a little different. Yeah, I think when or I'm like, yeah, I think when I'm on top, it's tip and it's wonderful. It's typically on a couch. Okay, yeah, like because he's I, got to, I have to be able to 
uh, him sitting up, even if he's lying down, there's some, there's there's things to hold on to, and it's not so bouncy. Maybe I'm just out of shape. No, like, you're in better shape than no, I am. Like my legs are tired. My my abs are sore the next day. See, I'm let just, me let me ugh. make something clear though. When I am on top, it's not like your girl is on a pogo stick going crazy. <laughs> It's not just bouncing. I, I'm I'm not that's not for me. Yeah. It's a lot of like it's a lot of, like I'll I'll do that for a little bit and then like full down, like kind of more like almost uh, Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. You no, know, I feel the that. motion of the ocean vibe. Like like you're you're kind of laid out on top of yes. it. Yes. Yes. I used to do that with I used to do that with a different boyfriend all the time. <laughs> it just doesn't work with Gray. David and I, and I but, we love it. Uh, <laughs> But but um, I feel like it's not like my go to though. It's just like I feel like I can I can orgasm that way. Um, I can have a strong internal Ooh, orgasm that way. Interesting. So interesting. I feel like it's you know everyone's bodies are so different. Cause I, feel I know. Like isn't it's it more, a trick? Like definitely has to be missionary for me. Because then it's hitting like you know mm -hmm. more of that like upper I area. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It, it's also only like, time I've I'm ever sure squirted. It's also like dick shape. True. Only time I've ever squirted and when I'm on top. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's definitely like missionary for me with any squirting or anything like that too. Does it happen often for you? Um, if I'm using like a certain toy. Okay. If I'm using like a yeah, if I'm using like a certain. I will, I do not squirt that often when we're having sex, but I will squirt from getting fingered. Okay. Quite sure. frequently, I'll say. I heard a, um, a wild story on, a, on Theo Vaughn's podcast about a class that he went to <laughs> when he was learning how to, he didn't feel confident in uh, knowing how to pleasure a woman. Uh-huh. And Good so for him going I know, to class. I know. Taking initiative. And I love that. Me too. Me too. And, Appreciate that. And he uh, he went to a class, and he uh, the story is is unbelievably hilarious because it was like in a rec center. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> but he learned. They were talking about there's like a certain way that like in in like the highest level of pleasure, or whatever is like in a fingering form, and it involves like squirting. Et I mean. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I never had anyone finger me like my current partner does. Like oh when God. a man knows how to use his hands Blessings. with fingering. Ugh, because of boyfriends in the past, they're just like doing no. this and like just stop. No, it is a lost art. Truly, it is. There is nothing better. In like that is one of my most favorite things. Is getting fingered. It's such a. Uh, it's like a. Yeah, there's. I, w I would say that it feels sometimes more intimate to me. I was going to say it's like a really intimate thing. Yeah. I think, I think though you're very vulnerable and, and I can understand also why people wouldn't feel comfortable with that because sure. it's very vulnerable and like someone's watching you. It's all very individual like, to individual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if, but if you got somebody who doesn't know how to do it well, then it's just like a nightmare. Then you've got to, you got to take, learn Go how to class. learn how to, to truly pleasure a partner. I pretty much only have sex in either missionary or, um, like not doggy style actually hurts my cervix. Okay. I will get a dick right to the cervix and I will be like, Ugh. yeah, so don't love that. But what I do like sometimes is um, 
I love just like laying down. Yeah. Sure. Laying down on your stomach. What about sideways? Oh yeah. I love a side I love a lazy like uh in the middle of the night session yes. where yes. you both wake up and you just stay sideways. We definitely never have sex in waking up. I've heard people talk about before. I'm okay. like, that's really cute. Um if someone tried to have sex in the middle of the night, um that would not go well. It does not okay. Let's make something very clear. That only happens if we're on vacation. With a child? And I know I'm getting a wake-up call? Oh, Absolutely not. Someone says how it even is at night. You know, it's like 11, you know, and then we're going to have sex. No. And I'm like, and then it gets in my head. I'm like, oh, dude, this no. could be like 20 or 30 minutes. And like, oh, man, I'm going to be sleep deprived in the morning. I'm also very sensitive post-eating. Uh, I do not like to have sex oh, really? after a meal. I feel... Do you feel not like to work out after a meal either? Um, no, I always work out on an em mostly an empty stomach. Oh my God, I know. Uh, most people do that. See, I have to eat right yeah. before I work out. I get like crazy cramping if Ooh. I'm like fully. But then, and then uh, uh, sex after a meal, I'm just like, I just don't like, I, I just don't, I don't like the feeling of feeling full. In yeah. general, I love eating. I don't like the feeling of feeling full. Yeah, that makes sense. So I get it's that. like, so then feeling full and then having sex, I'm just like, no. And I just feeling want to being sleep. like, it's the feeling of like being stuffed and like, yeah. it's like ugh, I'm like, I don't I, want I anything that. else in there right now because <laughs> totally there, everything is in there that can get in there right now. Do you guys have period sex? Um, we do now a little more. It's just like not a thing. It's like, yeah, if you're like, no, I mean, like, I actually, the, the flex disc. Yeah. That was awesome. But until then, we didn't normally, except for, like, you know, sometimes in the shower or whatever. Yeah. But, um. I usually don't have sex on the first two days of my period. Just no, in general, too. I'm, I'm sort just, of, like. I'm cramped. I'm yeah. uncomfortable. And, uh. I'm usually just, like, kind of bloated. Even though I am very horny. Yeah, I sometimes am, too. So that's t that's a lot of times when it'll be self-pleasure self time for me is around the period days. Yeah, I feel that. that. Those can be those can actually end up being the days where it's like, oh, mama was supposed to get a lot of shit done and a lot of shit did not get done because around the house. she's laying around the house. Just jerking off. Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> You're just... Never mind, I'm getting too graphic on the show. Sorry, <laughs> couldn't get back to that email. <laughs> Sorry, don't answer the DMs. Just doing my thing. <laughs> you just picture you being disgusting, like just all around the house, just like on furniture. It's just like there's no need to like really like. I'm like you. Know, I have like my area, my space. I can do a ba bathtub or the or the or the bedroom. But it's just like You're I just have like to a do. Dog, like, I'm like I gotta go everywhere in the house. <laughs> It's like like with a partner, like we have to do it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Jess, we're gonna do this everywhere. You know, it's our one of our favorite things. Like a, a fun thing is, um, uh, like whenever we're up in the mountains, like we love if we're driving to the beach or like going somewhere like that. We love like pulling off on a road. <sighs> So and then you could you see the you see like the two rows on either yes. side and you're like oh a car could come around the corner yes. any second we're gonna get out of the car and just have sex in the middle of, of oh wherever God. i that's so kind fantastic of, it's kind of exciting to see if a car is gonna like drive i miss i mean i truly miss giving road ads. yeah you know um, I used to enjoy it a lot more and then um when i was pregnant and we were on a windy mountain road I oh, almost no. vomited and it was a little traumatizing. Yeah, I've done sure. it since then and kind of like, you know, a little palate cleanser, but that sure. was horrible. 
Yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> not good. That's not a great memory. Pregnant winding road. Wait, why do you say you miss it? Like, why can't you still do it? Well, just because Evan and I aren't without Ember. Like, mm. I mean, it's very rare. Yeah. So we're typically, you know, if we ever do any sort of getaway, like she's with us or if we're ever driving. And, and honestly, like when we have date nights, we typically take an Uber because mm. we're both going to have a drink. So we're like, okay, we're going to take an Uber. Yeah. So that's I'm not going to do that to the poor Uber driver. <laughs> So I do miss that a little bit. And a gray recently was like, why don't you give me a hand job in the back of the Uber? I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that to that poor person. I know. I'm like, well, what it's like, it's like, no, I can't. I can't Can ruin my perfect five stars. <laughs> You're like, listen, sir, there is a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake right now. I will not ruin the stars. This, that's the thing. I'm like, listen, what I will do. That's what just, I, I think that's just rude. What I will do in an Uber is I'll do like, you know, if there's like a, if there's like a jacket over Evan, I'll do a little like hand, like some oh, yeah. grazing. Yeah, that's, I think that's fine. And get kind of like, you frisky. know, the frisky, the turn up going a tad. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as we get home, bada bing, bada boom. There maybe maybe not wait. I've talked about it before. Maybe not wait until we get into the house. Little side mm. of the house action. Where on the side of your house? Just you know how like where, there, where there's the grass right in front. Oh yeah. There's a little side. Yeah yeah. yeah. And okay. it's a little sh- it's a little covered. And we're like a little lifted off. Yeah the yeah street. yeah. That that makes sense. So that's I, fun. I think the driveway, and I'm like, well, damn girl, <laughs> we're, we're really all out there. <laughs> Uber driver can't see it, but our whole neighborhood can. Well, bam. Oh man. Oh, yeah. People are asking a lot. Like, Jess, you mentioned your marriage. You're allowed to go out and flirt. Is Evan allowed? Of course. <laughs> I shouldn't say of course. Some people have different relationships. Right. I shouldn't say that. But right. If both people agree to it. Then yeah. it's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because some people. Yeah. Some people agree that one partner is going to be monogamous and the other person mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah. Uh, in this situation, it is allowed on both ends. Or I shouldn't say allowed. It has been communicated with yeah. each other that. uh that's good to go. And I will say for me personally, I can't speak for everyone because it's out of some people's comfort and they don't want to do it. But for me personally, it was a massive uh, life change in a positive way. Mm. I felt like I regained myself, especially mm. after having Ember. I felt mm. a little bit like just kind of in the cycle of being mom and wife. And I like being able to go out, dress up and just be Jess and just... Mm whatever happens with the night in conversation, just be. I love it. Good for you. Thank you. Um, someone, someone said, uh, Becca, are you still wanting some sort of open relationship with Gray? Do you think that'll happen? <laughs> I think it will happen. I believe, you know, I manifest, I manifest my realities. No, the reason that I think that it maybe was because Gray has never said a hard no. Like, he's just like... Yeah, and you guys will be playful and he'll be like, no, like, but yeah. in a real conversation. No, I think that they think that his... Uh, to be completely honest, and I would be interested to hear his take, I think his reservations center around the time commitment that it will take not only to have another relationship, but implicitly in an open relationship in order to do it right we know we would have to put in a lot of time for communication and uh-huh. like therapy and making sure that everything is working smoothly yes. with us and i 
honest to God, think that that is one of Grayson's biggest reservations. He's like, a lot of this sounds really tiring to me, and I'm already really busy with work. Straight up. I think that is literally the biggest thing for him. He's it like, makes sense this to is me. a big, yeah. like, it's almost like a really big hobby or commitment to take mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it's like... It, but one that's going to require a lot of work and, yeah. like, you know, investment... In conversation, it's like someone. It's like of all of a sudden, uh, you came to him and you're like, "Gray, I want to go to law school." Right. He's like, "Oh, it'd be like, really? It's a lot." Like, are you sure we have mm-hmm. like the time for that? You're like, "I want to go to law school, and then I'm going to practice." Yeah. And on top of like, everything, it's kind of like it's a lot. okay. Yeah, I think Gray's like, I kind of already just want to watch, like, my cartoons at night. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to have to, like, talk with you about, like, your new boyfriend. He's like, like I don't want to watch my cartoons. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go out and have to romance well, somebody. Yeah, that's the other thing. Gray's like, I don't want to hook with, up with anyone else. I want to drag, you know? <laughs> it's like, you got to have that, that, you know, the first time small talk. Well, that's the thing that we were talking about the other day. Because, like, I fell asleep on the beach and he was chatting with a friend of a friend who was sitting nearby and she was cute and whatever. And he was like, but then I was thinking if we were in an open relationship, what the hell am I supposed to say to her without being a creep? Like, well, you know, me and my wife, you know. Yeah. We, no, we I swing like that, if you know what I mean. You want to, let's exchange numbers. He's like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I feel like something like that without it then coming off that way just ha- has to happen organically. Or I think you use dating apps and you say in your dating app, like, I am in a, this, you know, non-monogamous relationship with my uh, partner. If you would like to learn more, like, we can chat about it. Yeah. But yeah, organically, I mean, yeah, or you just exchange Instagrams and then you maybe chatter and then you're like, hey, would you like to go out sometime? Like, we're, I'm, my... Yeah, or even like again, like if it if it does have if it does happen organically in a way that like you're hanging out in a group of people and oh, it comes up in conversation. It comes up in com- conversation, or you know, if if you just are getting flirtations with a person and then you see them and your partner's there the one time and you're not going to be like, this is my wife and we like, it, I don't know, I feel right? Like it can happen organically. I know some people are fucking weird about their non-monogamous relationships. It's just more like, you know, you don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> you don't want to be the, yeah, the the predatory threesome seekers. Yeah, like the the unicorn chasers. Ugh. Like, that's like, no, 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 no. You got to make people feel comfortable <laughs> in your space. <laughs> I believe you're, I believe that you're manifesting. Do you think my manifesting will work out? I do. You do? Uh-huh. I do. When do you think it'll work out? When do you think I'll have a neck, another boyfriend by? <laughs> Episode 400. Introducing oh, David. It's only a year. It's a year. I think that... Another 100 episodes a year. I think you'll have another boyfriend in a year. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Don't get me excited. <laughs> I feel like, first of all, life can move fast. But I also think that when you are... Thinking about something that say that no, I don't mean like in like in, in a way that's like um, I know I'm just saying don't say that because then people are gonna be like Becca's gonna convince Grayson to let her have no, a boyfriend. She just won't. no, it's just more like in a way that like I don't know, just the way that you two communicate too. Like I don't know, you guys, you guys get, you guys have like deep conversations a lot. So I feel like maybe in another potentially a partnered relationship you avoid the topic even though they're the uh. partner that's interested so it ends up taking longer because mm. there's avoidance yeah versus you guys are super direct in your communication yeah. so i just feel like it would happen faster 
I don't know. I would love, like, honestly, I was sort of talking about this to Gray. Well, Gray would, wants to live in, like, a communal space where there's, like, multiple families, like, living together. Uh. Space. He actually really wants that, like, a shared, like, kitchen area and, like, all that kind of stuff where we can, like, help with each other's kids and sort of, like, live life together. Yeah. And I really want that, too. But the reason he brought that up is because I was, like, honestly, Gray, like, and I was being <laughs> totally serious. I was, like, I would love to, like, have another, like, partner like you and I would love you guys to like get along like I'd love that <laughs> and he's kind of like well I don't know about that but I wouldn't <laughs> want to live in like a communal space you know with other families like I'm interested in that and I'm like okay but you know I've but done. I would love to yeah I would love to have like a, I would literally like to have two husbands I'm not joking I would love that I know and I would love going to like well, my parents would not be cool with it, but I think Gray's parents, I don't know if my, do you ever think about this? Like, how would your parents handle it if you were like, if if you were like, no, I am marrying, I mean, at this point, you guys have been together a long time, but like, I always wonder how like, sort of more evangelical Christians would handle like, I am marrying another man. And like, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll share this. My mother um, is of all of like our family members is the one who has um, changed a lot in recent years, um, shifted her beliefs uh -huh. a lot um, and uh, is far along in certain uh, areas, much, much in a much different uh, place. She's not in that evangelical space yeah. so much. Evan and I just brought up, non-monogamy to her not even in the way that like we were saying <laughs> we might do it that we were going to do it just the concept of have of non-monogamy and even if you're not non-monogamous how much you can learn from non-monogamy and it did not go well it was a drama and a half a conversation that lasted so long because that was just, I mean, so if, if we were to ever come to the family and be like, we're non-monogamous, it's just something at this point, if like, if Evan and I ever venture into like an, a fully open marriage, yeah. that like, it's just not for the family to know about. Yeah. And also what? for me personally, like I, um, I know I could never be like poly, yeah. like relationship. Yeah. It would only just be, uh, open physically mm -hmm. like and it would it would end at like you know just having like intercourse with someone yes. and then it wouldn't be any sort of like conversation post yes. in that way yeah that's that's for me I, I I couldn't handle two I couldn't handle two husbands mm, it's, <laughs> you're like my dreams no I could it was, that would just be that would just be too overwhelming for me that would personally be kind of a lot but I, I always think like, oh my gosh, like I follow a couple uh, poly people and, you know, they'll like have holidays and they'll be like at, you know, this partner's house with all of them. And I'm like, oh, it's so sweet. No, it's lovely. And I think I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know what it is? I'm also from a big family. So I'm yeah. like, I love the idea of just like expanding my love even further and onto someone in their family too. And it's like, you have a lot of love to give. I only have so much. <laughs> limited. I have a limited supply. But you know what? I also think that and maybe this is something I really need to work through. I think that sometimes I struggle having um, a certain level of intimacy with. I mean, I have very intimate relationships with my friends, but I think sometimes I have a hard time venturing to certain types of intimacy with friendships. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like I have to have just very certain and not sexual intimacy, but um 
sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I'm seeking another romantic relationship because I can feel very intimate in a certain way with these types of partners. I completely hear you yeah and fully get you i actually think one of the reasons that we got close very quickly is the i think we're very we're wired very similar we like similarly in that way same kind of like boundaries and we have these boundaries where it's like we we i think we get each other yeah. in that way i'm like you know i love you yeah i know you love me mm -hmm. i have a hard time looking in my friend's eyes and being like i need you to know how much now mm -hmm. that's my own that's probably same. my own trauma yeah, I don't know what it is, but I feel the same yeah. way. I have, yeah, I have, it's, it's, and I, I, I think that's why there's, there was immediate safety in our yeah. relationship is because I'm like, I don't need you to text me back right away. I don't need you to tell me certain things about how you feel about me because I can't give that to, right. to you. And you constantly. don't have to worry about me hitting you up on this Saturday night after we've already hung out Wednesday. No. Like, or if I do, you know that it's cool. Like, you no. Know, and it's like, like, and then it's like, and then we do this to each other. Bros, we do this to each other all the time. We always plan a <laughs> night out. It happens all the time. And then we both like an hour before are both like, so, um, do we really want to go out? We're both kind of like in our pajamas at home. Granted, logistically, I'm sure that we're 10 minutes away from each sure, other. We're far away. Different. Friend. We're Where's far away. Uber? I'm like the Uber. And let's be know. honest, it's literally me always be like, you want to come up here and go to a <laughs> comedy do, show like all the way in West Hollywood? Maybe and I need my LA apartment. <laughs> I think it's time for your LA apartment. My LA apartment. With my kids. <laughs> we, why do we need to like be able to migrate back and forth? Yes. Anyway. Uh, but no, I, I completely hear you in that way. I think yeah. that I think that might be, I don't know. It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to think about. I have no problem with trust in my romantic relationships, generally speaking. Yeah, I can like dive right in and six weeks later with my romantic partner be like, yeah. I'm so open and to I you. And I also feel like I can bounce back quick when there is yeah. distrust in a romantic relationship. Like, I'm like whatever, I, I'll find someone else. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm like, if, if when I've been hurt, it's like moving on to like the next person. Yeah. I don't feel like I carry that with me. I feel like I'm able to kind of, but with friendships, I, I don't feel that way. I'm trying to bring that into more. I'm, I'm trying to bring more of the confidence I have romantically into like making friends. You know, mm -hmm. I'm trying to like really be more intentional about like connecting with people and like, yeah, being like come over, like let's do things yeah, together. Cause that's the way that like they develop, I right. guess. <laughs> I just, <laughs> the other day, the other day, straight up, this is so embarrassing. I had a full meltdown. I don't even remember where it started, but somehow it ended up me like crying at the kitchen table being like and when my friend did that in high school it hurts so bad and I just the distrust oh, no. and Evan's just like babe that was like 17 years ago but like that's so the, real that's the hurt that has stayed with me is friendship hurt we were just talking about that actually Gray and I with some of his friends and we were because some one of we were we were all hanging out together, and one of his friends was kind of clowning on his girlfriend, being like, "Yeah, and whenever those two girls are together, all they talk about is like the shit that when blah 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 cheated on her boyfriend. When you know, and you're like, you guys were sophomores in high school, mm -hmm. but then we were talking seriously about it. All of us were, and we're like, no, but those are really formative years where like deep deep impressions are made on you yeah. that will last a lifetime, and the pain you feel like in high school and those times with betrayals and you know all those kind of things are very real." You yeah. know, and it can be very traumatic. I, yes, 1000%. I think also there's a part of like who potentially you seek validation from more. Mm. 
and I think I tend to care less what someone I'm sexually interested in thinks about me versus a person who I admire as a friend. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, you don't think well of me with that or fuck you. No, it's literally just like, you snooze, you lose. Bye, bitch. Like I'm that. That's okay. But like when it's like, oh, someone that like I will seek specifically for me validation from female friendships, and it's like totally. so. Then there's that like guard, and like that's like the old hurt. I definitely so have more of a tendency to get into unhealthier female friendships as well, codependent female friendships. Or yeah. I used to, and I think now actually when it ventures even a little yeah. bit in that way, I'm like, ah, yeah, bye bye, yeah. I feel like that's maybe why I'm a little more of a hermit than I used to be because it's literally yeah. like, it's like, okay, I, at this point in our lives too, with families and kids and like jobs yeah. are a little bit like, okay, I only have a certain amount of time to give. Yeah. So as a, in a friendship, I need somebody who's understanding that like, I, I'm not going to be the friend who can, can, can hang out with you always until like 3am spend the night at your house and then go get oh, yeah. brunch in the morning. Like oh, I yeah. can't be that person. I mean, that's why honestly maybe you can make some friends with some of your some of ember's classmates moms because Mm -hmm. mom friends have been some of my favorite friends because sure they are (laughs) they don't even if they have a past of being codependent they don't got the time to be codependent anymore so they're gonna hit you up in the whatever off hours and then you're like oh yeah maybe i have time next week on thursday yeah come over and then when you, and then like they'll bail on you and you'll bail yeah. on them because it's like the kids it's, it's, it's just a nightmare good. day. I'm sorry, I just can't bring myself to get everybody dressed and to the park at that totally. by that point. Totally, yeah, that's that's definitely and that's that is that's a, a grieving process too mm. in life where you're like you go because oh my god, there's nothing that I miss more on certain days. Like I adore my family, but like missing those those days of like waking up on your friend's couch. Oh and yeah, then like, I know. And then like going to brunch and like then hanging out the whole rest of the day and meeting up with people. Ugh, and yeah. like, that is so wonderful when it's happening. So I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the one that's child. It's <laughs> the one child. Let's get her out. <laughs> You're just like, mama, it needs to go to brunch with all of her friends. All of a sudden, Amber's out of the house and Evan never sees me again. I'm just like, I have a lot to catch up on know, with some of like, my female right now friends. you're like, I want to live close to Ember. Yeah, and then you're and like, like, honey, no, mommy has plants. I have a girl's weekend for the rest of my life. <laughs> I can totally babysit. Um, About a month, six weeks from now, Tuesday, yeah. 3.30. Yeah. <laughs> I have two and a half hours. <laughs> but I have Does a Pilates work? class at seven, so make sure you're back. <laughs> I can barely get this out because this rings so true in my life. Yikes. <laughs> oh, man. The reality of it all. Well, I got to go because I, I have a personal trainer appointment. I oh, got to get to. Yes, are you doing Lifting, I'm lifting, uh, baby. I, I want to get when I watch I you. I think that, you're gonna love it. Uh, when I watch you do that, I'm like, that is that is some shit I want to get involved. Way more fun in. than working out. There's a lot less movement going on. Yeah, I'm looking for like low impact. It's very low impact. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like that any of this hit bullshit. This high intensity <laughs> training is just like I can do that once, and then I'm like, I'm good for the next it's, year. It's, it's, like a, it's a certain kind of boring too to me. <sighs> Don't like it. Just don't like feeling like I'm going to throw up, which does happen sometimes with one year weight training. I need to get into it. 
I, I want to become so strong. Find like a women's gym near here. I need to help it. I want to start to. I want to start to have the capacity to lift things and frighten people. Like, I want to <laughs> lift Evan and throw him across the room. <laughs> I need a new party trick. <laughs> like I need to be able above your to head, spin. like George of the Jungle. <laughs> I need my Brendan Fraser moment. <sighs> Well, Broads, um, happy 300th episode, Becca. Love you. Broads, we love you. I mean, it wouldn't be possible. We would not be here. I mean, I don't think we would be here if you guys weren't listening. No, it's like, I love you so much, B, but like, if you all weren't listening, (laughs) like... We'd be getting together to talk four hours a week. I don't think we'd be at 300 yet. I think that's more of the the situation. So we love you so much, Broads. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Always supporting. Always Always supporting. Always living, laughing, and loving. We'd love that for us and for you. (laughs) And tune in on Thursday for a BIP recap and then uh, the bros on Friday. Chat soon. Chat soon. Chat soon.